Hello, hey guys, welcome back to Wifely Wisdom. This is episode 10. 10 episodes that is amazing. This has been going for 10 weeks straight. It feels so brand new though, so weird, but I'm so excited. Um, so today's topic is so important. I mean, really important. And it's the power of prayer. Now, since we've began the episodes, you notice I'm always talking about prayer. I'm always praying at the end of each segment um, because that's how important prayer is. And if you are a wife, that is what's keep that is what keeps you anchored. I mean, prayer. When you are praying to God, it is the most intimate, most special hidden place that you could ever be. Super special and intimate. Amazing. That is where work gets done. Do you understand me? For remember, we don't fight against flesh and blood. But we fight in the but against what is it the rulers and darkness of this world. So we're fighting against in the spirit, meaning in what we're during prayer. Prayer is so powerful, and so that's why sometimes the enemy will try to fight it. You know, I, you're coming from someone who didn't really pray. You know, you can get you know. Back in the day, I, I'll give you just a you know, it'll be like a quick second prayer here. And I want to be clear. It's not about the length of prayer, the length of time, but you know, you you do want to spend time with your father in prayer, right? That's important. And that's how things move. I'm telling you the truth. And we're going to absolutely get right into it because as a wife, as a wife, as a woman, okay, as a man, (laughs) but you know, this is wifely wisdom. Um, you have you need to be praying. You know, the 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 state of this world, um the enemy tries to attack your marriage, you know, as a if you are a mother, okay, if you are a grandmother, if you are a aunt, if you see things not going well, honey, you need prayer, okay? We heard that statement prayer changes things. Well, well no, that's the truth. <laughs> Wasn't a lie. That's the truth. Prayer changes things. Prayer changes things okay it's so important it's so important now prayer um what is interesting is because um what i've heard before and now this is you know some people can feel intimidated well i don't know how to pray or i don't pray as good as this person or that that, that, that's no that first of all that's rooted into um it's insecurity, that's an intimidation, and that is not of God, and there's a deeper root of that. And so, but when you pray, oh, God will reveal it to you, and God will deliver you from it, okay? <laughs> but there, there, God has, there is a, now there is a way to pray. God has shown us, God has literally showed us how to pray. Jesus has made it how to pray. And the way he did that is when he went into, um, it's speaking in Matthew chapter six, um, verses nine to 13, which we all know as, you know, the Lord, as I, the, you know, the Lord's prayer, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And so, you know, I, I wanted to get into that because Jesus, Jesus walked this earth. To give us the blueprint on how to live this life. 
So we have the blueprint on how to live a a, a, a holy life. Jesus walking the earth, showing us that, you know, he understands the temptations that we go through. He knows it. And so if you don't know how to pray, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's why you have this. And I want you to take time to read Matthew chapter six, verse nine to 13. When you're praying, God, Jesus told you, Hey, this is how you pray. This is how you pray. And so it's not necessarily saying these exact words, but it's, it's explaining to you how to pray. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, um, so, and I'm going to break it down in a few, but before I do, I, I just want to say the importance of prayer. The importance of prayer is, is an act of faith. Remember, we spoke about faith It's an act of faith. Um, the importance of prayer is it literally shifts things for your life, for your family's life, for your children's life. You, um, you can ask things to God. Um, God will answer your prayers. Um, it is an answer to a lot of questions that you may have. Um, it brings you a peace that surpasses all understanding. Um, there's ones I, I can't remember off the top of my head where he's the, the person in the Bible. They went into prayer with in fear and came out triumphant, praising God. Um, if you're going through something, you can pray, um, pray, praying. You can directly speak to God. God will hear you. You can talk to God. This is one of the ways. The first ways we put God first is through prayer in prayer, the importance of prayer is so important. It breaks off things that you may that you may be struggling with, um, that you know or do not know. Um, prayer, it, we're literally opening our hearts to God, and God will meet us where we are. So, what does that mean by meet you where you are? That means that if you're a, a baby in Christ, if you don't really know much of anything, but you're saying, "God, I need you," right there, God is coming. Right there. Pal, if you are um, consecrated, if you are, I'm talking about like a pastor, a leader, and you and you're praying for for certain things for people, right? And you really in the realms of the spirit, like you are breaking down, you know, through the power of the Holy Ghost principalities, right? God will meet you right there, ha, pal, from here. God will meet you wherever you are and take you to your next level. That is the faithful God we serve. Where does that begin? How does that? prayer? Welcome God into your life. Sometimes you just need God to accept you in my life. I need you. That is, you're praying right there. So I just wanted to say that there, and I will get more into the um, importance of prayers, but it is very, it, you know, it, it it is very real crucial that we pray. You know, we as women, you know, so our husbands, you know, as they are, because as we talked about it, there is an order of things, right? So as the husband is a head over the wife, there are things that he goes through. The enemy may attack his mind, his head. You know, if he's not there, if he is weakened in that moment, as a wife, it is your responsibility. To be praying for him. What do you do in that moment? You just sit there and cry. No, pray. God answers our prayer. When Jesus walked this earth, and you know I always tell y'all this, but it's the truth. Read Luke. Read the book of Luke, y'all. It is showing you how to do things. Jesus walked this earth. He prayed. So if Jesus was praying and he's the Messiah, then we definitely need to be praying. (laughs) 
prayer helps rid, um, rebuke that, that demon of fear. Now that's, you know, cause you know, fear will try to come in honey and prayer will help you with that. Okay. Prayer puts, will help you put God back and keep God in his rightful place in all areas of your life. There is protection in that prayer. You get strategies from God through prayer. You can, we talked about counsel, you know, keeping people out your business, but only having wise counsel in your life. Now, remember, how did we do that? How did we discuss that? We're praying to God, God, please, we need wise counsel. So the key word is this pray. We're praying, right? The key words, excuse me. We're praying. We're praying to God. Praying is the apps. It is the weapon that we need. When we put them, we talk about the full armor of God. Right? How do we keep that on? Through prayer. Asking God. Prayer is important. Through prayer, we are using the words, the scriptures, as our powerful sword. Okay? And though our minds are stayed upon God, we are literally, when you are praying for certain things, when you are praying for your husband, let me tell you something. When he is not behaving correctly, Okay, or let's say he is getting attacked in such a way that it's actually it doesn't make any sense when you're asking when you are on your knees. I'm talking about and you are saying, God, please help my husband. You may not know all the scriptures, but God, I I ask you, Lord, to help him. God, protect him, save him. God, don't let anything happen to him. You don't know what those prayers are doing. They are moving mountains. This is important. So um, I wanted to express that um, before we get into, you know, the Lord's prayer and how to pray, because it this is, you know, as a mother. You're I mean, the, who who better than to cover your children, children in prayer than you? But other than God, who loves the, but you know, under, cause you know, no one loves your children more than God. Not that you don't even love your children as much as God does, but what better way is there to pray for your children? Who better is to pray for your children than you as a mother? When, you know, we are as a Christian, as a believer of God, the powerful, the most powerful tools God has given us is the power to pray. God is the power to pray. And I'm going to get into that as well. When you're asking things in the name of Jesus, God, Jesus said, all, when you ask things in my name, I'm, it's, it's yours. God has given it to you. Anything you ask in my name, God has given it to you. So what's, what's the key thing in there? Now, asking things in his name, but asking, asking, <laughs> you have to ask, <laughs> Actually, what what uh what verse is that? Because we we might have to. I need y'all to jot that one down. Um, yes, John chapter fourteen, verse thirteen to fourteen. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So when we pray in the name of Jesus. And we ask anything in the name of Jesus. God, I ask you for this and that. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. That means God's going to do it? Okay. There's faith for you. (laughs) But you must pray. You have to ask. So if you're having issues at work, 
or if you need stuff to move in your marriage, or if you're having issues with finances, you must pray. You must pray. Now, here's the issue. Here's where it gets a little interesting because, you know, stuff can get a little, not tricky, but, I mean, this is for anyone sometimes, especially when they don't, they don't realize or they may be unaware or they just, you know, have given up completely on life. Um, you have to pray, but God also tells us to pray without ceasing. Um, and that's first Thessalonians chapter five, verse 16 through 18. So first Thessalonians chapter five, verse 16 through 18 says rejoice always pray without ceasing and everything give thanks for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus for you. So rejoice always. Pray without ceasing and everything give thanks. So these are really strong instructions, right? So we're rejoicing. Why are we rejoicing? Because we, because what you're doing is magnifying God, meaning you're, you're reminding yourself that, you know, God knows what you're doing and God answers prayers. You're reminding yourself that when you ask something in the name of Jesus, God is going to do it. Pray without ceasing. What is that? Now, praying is an act of faith, right? So you have to ask yourself, let's say you've been believing God. Now, this is a, oh, this is a word right here, y'all. This is what, this is real. Let's say you've been believing God for, um, let's see, you've been believing God to get, a, you know, to, to get that particular house or an apartment. Let's say you believe it, but believe in God for this apartment. Okay. And, um, you prayed about it. Let's say you pray, God, I pray for this apartment. I pray, are we, we're praying for this apartment. We're praying to move, right? Um, you have to question, you have to ask yourself. And let's say you know you just prayed once and that's it. God said, give him no rest, right? Pray without ceasing. Now, why would God tell us to pray without ceasing? Because... It would make it would seem as though you pray once, you just gonna believe it's gonna happen and you move forward. No, what is praying without ceasing? That's an act of faith. Did you know that? Because you have to question your motives. Why did you stop praying? Did you stop praying because you don't believe it's gonna happen for you? Did you stop praying because you're lazy? Did you stop praying because you not really you don't really like to pray? Why does or why did you or did you stop praying because God said it is done? You don't need to pray anymore. Now that does happen, but for the other reasons, why did you stop praying? Because praying without ceasing is until you hear God say it is done, it's going to happen. You don't until God says don't pray for, about it no more. And when God says don't pray about it no more, then you stop. God said give him no rest. So what does that mean when you're praying without ceasing? This is powerful. And uh, this is this is like next level for some. Because we remember that the enemy, right, is seeking to accuse you day and night to stop you from getting that very thing that you're asking for. So just because you're praying does not mean that the enemy is not working to try to stop it 
any which way he can. So when you're praying without ceasing, you're not praying to, to go against the enemy. You're praying until God's until it's yours, until you get the acceptance or until God says, don't pray no more. And that is showing God that you are serious about this. That is showing God that you really want this. That is showing God that you are not playing, that you are not going to give him no rest. Jesus gave examples about a woman who was day and night going a parable. I can't remember the exact parable about a woman who was going every day, every Every day, every day, asking for the same thing. And so God, and so the, 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 the judge, excuse me, in the parable was like, you know what, please just give it to her because <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. She's doing a lot, right? So when you pray, you don't stop praying about that thing. That if you're believing God for that, that apartment, for that house, you are praying every single day until they hit you with the approval. And when they try to, to throw a monkey wrench in the plans. You are praying and you are stopping. You're not going to stop praying. You're not going to stop praying because if God says you can have it. And if you're asking, you've been asking for it in the, in the name of Jesus, you better believe God is going to give it to you. Especially if it's, if God said, yes, that is that place is yours. You know, that's yours. God told you this is yours. Oh, oh every single day, prayer nonstop every day. You're not praying. And I want to be clear. You're not praying out of fear. You don't pray out of fear of I'm scared. I'm not going to get it. But you're praying like, no, I'm getting it. God, I thank you for this place. Because when you're praying, it doesn't always mean that you're saying, God, please. No, you're like, God, I thank you for my new place. I thank you for my home. I thank you for the approval. God, if I did anything. God, I repent for anything I've done that will even try to be a hindrance to this, that will even try to stop me from getting this place. I repent in the name of Jesus and I thank you for you and I receive your forgiveness and faith and I thank you for your forgiveness. I thank you that my name is on it, Lord, in Jesus name. See, that's praying without ceasing, too. And you are doing that every day until them keys are in your hand and you walking through that door or y'all you and your husband, y'all are taking pictures by the sign that says sold. Okay. And you, you, you got the U-Haul truck or whatever moving trucking company, shout out to the people that own their own moving um, um, companies and you are bringing your furniture in. Now that's praying without season and that's an act of faith. So, <laughs> sorry, I just had to make that known, you know? So, well, anyways, I wanted to go back to how to pray because like I said, you know, it, it this is very important, um, this is very important. And so it's important to know how to pray because it, it I, you know, I can say, you know, it doesn't matter, but it does. Jesus, that's the reason why he gave us how to pray, because this particular way of praying is, um, you know, it's, it's the source. You know, I, I thank God for giving us this, you know, these words that we're able to, you know, actually know what to do. And when you're in, and so especially when you're in a place where you're just like, it can, it don't mean every prayer, everything you're praying for is not as, um, you know, it's not about an apartment. It can be some dark stuff. It can be some things that you, you, you really like, God, this is a test of faith for me. I don't even know how this could possibly be. But then you, when you pray like this, it, this, it it changes your perception. It changes, it shifts your mindset and it brings you back and reminds you on who, you know, on who God is. So we're going to go into it. And remember Matthew chapter six, verses nine to 13. Okay. So it says in this manner, therefore pray our father in heaven, 
hallowed be your name or hallowed be thy name, right? So our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. So what does hallowed mean? Holy, holy. So our father in heaven, your name is holy, right? So what are you doing? As we're entering into prayer, what are you doing? But you're not just rushing in saying, God, I need to No, What are you doing? I'm, you know, when you're praying, you're glorifying, you're glorifying God. You're, you're, give your, you're magnifying God. You're praising God's name. Remember, God wants us to praise him. First of all, we owe everything to God. Our life, everything, our children, things that, you know, you know that it was only by God, the grace of God that you've gotten through it. So we glorify God. We magnify God. We, we, um, lift God's name high. We say, God, you are holy. We go into Thanksgiving. Remember in Thessalonians, when they said pray without ceasing, but they also said rejoice and give thanks, right? We're giving thanks to God for what he has done for us, right? We're thanking God for every, for what he has done for us. God, I thank you. So if you've come into a prayer one way, now you're thanking God and you remind, or say, for instance, something has just made you so sad and depressed, right? You start, it's, it actually shifts your spirits because you're actually now, not only are, are you, are you pleasing God by thanking him, but then you're also being, it's also pleasing you because you're reminding yourself how much God has done for you. So whatever the problem is, you know, God can do it. So you're thanking God, whatever, you know, you're praising God. God, I thank you. You are wonderful. Thank you, God, for life. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for whatever comes to you, whatever. Okay. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Right? So we're saying, God, your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So at this point, we're, sur- um, we're surrendering to God. So whatever we're going through, we're believing God for it. We're like, God, let your will be done. God, what, meaning whatever you want done, God, let that be the, what happens. God, whatever your will is for me, whatever you want to be done, God, whatever I surrender my life to you, whatever that thing is that you're praying for. I'm giving it to you right now, Lord. I'm giving it to you. Whatever it is that you're praying for, whether it be um, you're praying for somebody, right? Let's say you're, as a wife, you're praying for your husband, okay? Let's say he might have done something that was super just, I mean, low blow. I, I, it didn't get much lower than that. God, I give him to you. I give this situation to you. I surrender it to you. I can't hold on to it, God. I give this to you. Let your will be done in this situation, God. Step in, God. I'm inviting you in this situation, right? You're not inviting God into your situation. You're allowing him, you're bringing him back into his rightful place. Get it? It makes sense, right? Right. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. So what does that mean? So remember, yes, we eat, we drink food. Remember, we don't live on, um, you know, bread, you know, the food bread, but alone, but by Jesus Christ, who is our bread of life. Right. So we're asking, we don't live on that. Right. So we're announcing our dependence on Jesus. 
We're asking Jesus to abide in us. We're welcoming the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit who is our counselor, our help, our God, the Holy Spirit who surrounds us, protects us. We're asking them, give us, give that to us, Lord. Give us the wisdom that we need, Lord. Give us everything we need to get through this, Lord. Anything I need, God, I'm asking you for it, Lord. Right? I need you, Holy Spirit. I need you in this moment, God. Give, I need you, I need you to be in me. Be my peace, God. I need that whatever it is that you're praying for. Okay? And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. <laughs> now, this one is real. <laughs> Because, um, and it can get real, but you also, now you want to forgive us our debt. So you want to repent, right? So every day we should be repenting because we're, you know, no one is perfect here. So that means we should, there's always something that we have to repent for. And so we want to repent for anything we've done. If this is, if you're praying about a situation, you repent for the parts you played in it. If you're praying about whatever, whatever comes to you, whatever God puts to you, because when you've at at this point, now that you've invited the Holy Spirit in you, you know, God, the Holy Spirit is going to guide you and bring to you what you need to repent for. You repent for anything that comes to you, right? And you do it all in the name of Jesus. And here's the bigger, you have to forgive the what their debtors meaning so you're asking God to forgive you of what you did now you have to forgive others of what they did to you so what does that mean if if you if um let's say for instance let's say for instance it's a situation where you have you know you and your husband he did something really bad right you want to ask for repentance for maybe a part you played in it or just for anything that you've done, right? Up until that moment that you have not repented for already. Okay, I want to be clear about that. If you repented for something, have changed for it, and it's and have changed from it, excuse me, you know, God has already forgiven you. Um, but for things that you um you may have done again, or for things that you've not repented for, or once again for things that you've done in that particular situation, no matter how small or how big, you want to actually ask God for forgiveness. But now it's time for you to forgive the person. Now it's time for you to forgive. Now if you're praying. Forgive people who wronged you. Forgive people who didn't do right. Forgive your husband. I don't care how you may feel at that point because you, you ask God to forgive you. So as you have to do right now and do the Christian thing and forgive him, meaning your husband. Right. And anybody else that has been that has caused an offense. That's very important. Because God does. Here's a kicker. God does not forgive you if you don't forgive other people. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Amen. Right? So do not. So you're now expressing. You're being vulnerable. Remember, we, we talked about this. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So God, keep me, Lord, keep me from saying something I'm not supposed to say. Keep me from doing wrong, God. Keep my mouth, Lord. Keep me from making a mistake, God, that will cause, you know, bad, you know, bad things to happen. God, I can't, I, 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 you're being honest. God, deliver me from this weariness, God. I don't feel like I can go any forward 
I can't, I don't feel like I can go forward in this situation. Help me. You're being so vulnerable. This is, you know, this is a sobering episode, but because this is wifely wisdom and because, you know, we pray in every episode and we're talking about prayer in every episode, we, it's, it's important to break down the prayers. And if you are somebody that understands this already, be a blessing, please, and share it with someone else. Okay, and as it can see, you know, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And so now what you're doing again is you're magnifying God above the problem. You've expressed the problem, you've expressed your weaknesses, you're asking God to deliver you from anything that you that you struggle with. You're forgiving, you're repenting, you're forgiving people, you're inviting God in your life. So now you want to magnify God above the problem. What does that mean now? Yours is the kingdom. God, you're above all of this. I know you can do this, God. You who created the heavens and the earth, God. You who are majestic. You who are mightyful. God, you who are peace, God. I, you can do that. I, I believe. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for moving in this, God. I thank you that the power is in your hands, God. You have the power to change the heart of my husband, God. I thank you right now, Father God. I look to you. You know, you're, you're, you're saying these things. And you know, you don't have, you can say it just like how I said it, if it applies and you can say it however, you know, however you speak to God, it's your own relationship. As I'm saying this, it's not to, you know, you're, you're doing this in your own way between you and God, but Jesus did give us the blueprint on how exactly to pray, right? You're not just doing now. It does say. Um, excuse me, I'm just going back to it. It does say right before that verse, it says Matthew chapter six, verse eight. Therefore, do not be like them for your father knows the things you need before you ask him. Okay. Meaning when what Jesus was referring to is don't just use vain repetitions. So what does that mean? That means or, or trying to just pray super long for God knows your heart. There are times when we have to be in prayer for hours, depending upon your situation. And it's not because you're trying to prove a point or you're trying to prove to somebody that you know how to pray for hours at a time. But because your situation is so real that you can't even leave that prayer prayer closet until you feel a release. And there are times where you are praying for literally five minutes because you felt a release. Don't be don't use vain repetitions and pray in hours to prove a point because God understand. He knows your heart. So you make sure your heart is right your heart is pure and there are times when you are praying for five minutes and you know that you need to be in that prayer closet longer you know that it, you know it ain't shift nothing you know that you need that you came out of there as, as just as fearful and as pissed off as as you left if you don't go back on go back in that prayer closet okay but God is saying, don't use vain repetitions. Don't don't say the same same thing over and over and over just to say it. Make sure your heart is right when you do this. This is important, which lets me which leads me to God knows your heart. God knows your motives. God knows it all. So you make sure you're being honest with God in that prayer. If you don't be honest anywhere else, be honest in prayer. God knows what you're going through. He knows how you feel. He knows what's deep down in you. He knows you more than you do. So the very least you can do is be honest when you go to God and pray. I'm not saying to be cursing and carrying on. Don't disrespect your father, okay? But I'm saying be honest about your feelings. Be honest about what you're going through. All right? Yes. Major key. Major key. 
so as we so we're as we wrap it up i just wanted to once again highlight um the power of prayer and 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 asking for things sometimes we go into prayer and you know and we don't like to ask you know that was something that i struggled with admittedly i didn't like to ask I, you know, I, I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't want to. A lot of times how you, God said we had, the key thing is how to ask. And um, I will get a little detailed into this. I'm not sure how detailed right now. But the key thing is you have to ask for things. God needs us to ask. So why? Because that's when we'll get it. Now, how can the enemy stop you from asking? The way to stop you from asking would be to kind of change your perception of how you feel God is. And how does that happen? It usually start, starts in childhood. How, 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 were, how did you ask for things? Um, maybe you were always told no. Maybe you were criticized for asking. Maybe you were you were um, you didn't ask because, you know, you felt bad for people. So you didn't want to ask things. Um, These things can really affect how you ask things for God. And so if that has been the case for you, I'm telling you now, God is a way better parent than your parents could ever be. God is a way better parent than you can ever be. God will not. God gives without reproach. Remember, meaning he gives. (laughs) He doesn't give without saying without making you feel guilty. He doesn't give without you getting in trouble he gives with all he loves us okay it says um in the scripture is um matthew chapter 7 verse 11 if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him so once again we have to ask so now that you have the understanding of how to pray right you're submitting your supplications. And that's another thing. And you, you ask, ask God for things. Ask God. He wants you to ask some of he's like, some of y'all, y'all don't have because y'all do not ask. What do you believe in God for? Did you ask God? Did you honestly ask God? Or you're just like, you know what? I, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be asking for things in vain or I, I you know, I don't want to make a mistake. That's not relationship. God is our father. If our children can ask us for stuff boldly, as many times as they want, you don't think how much more will God do for us? And we ask him, God wants to ask God, he'll give it to you. It's according to his will. Not because there are times when he won't, (laughs) if your motives are wrong, but that's where prayer comes in. God, heal me, heal me from my, heal, purify my heart that my motives will be right. You know what I'm saying? Ask God, but prayer changes things. You can ask God and be patient. God does not work on our timing. There are times when God will change things in seconds. There are times when God will change things longer than that. You have to be patient. Be patient, have faith in knowing that God is moving behind the scenes. God, I ask you to to restore my marriage in the name of Jesus. Woo. You may have asked that and then you found this podcast. You know what I'm saying? God works in mysterious ways. God answers prayers. 
You can even ask God if I've asked for something and you have answered it for me and I may not have realized it. God, open my eyes to it, please. You can ask God for all of these things. All of it. Very important. And so I just want to encourage you all, all the women, all the wives, all the fiancés, all the ones who are courting, especially the ones who are courting. You know, I love to talk to my wives, but baby, if you are courting, this is the perfect time to build that prayer life. God, please, I got to ask you for this marriage to be enjoyable. I ask you for this marriage to be um, wonderful. I ask that there will ne- we won't have these specific issues that nothing that you did not, you did not ordain for us to go through. Will, will we ever go through? You can. Oh, you. Oh, you are in the right place at the right time, honey. And if you are a fiance, same thing. And if you are a wife, oh, please, same thing. And if you've been a wife for 30 years, remember, God will restore the years that the, par- the canker worms and the pummel worms and the locusts have eaten. And he will restore you. And so he will absolutely restore your marriage if according to his will, when you ask in the name of Jesus. So don't negate your prayer time. You know, the enemy wants nothing more than for us not to pray. And if we're trying to pray, then all of a sudden is you feel, you know, some people feel intimidated by others on how they pray. You don't don't worry about the next person. Worry about yourself. Worry about how your relationship with God. You know, you know, it's not it's not a who can pray the best prayer. No, everybody. There's different levels to this thing. However, God pray. However, you, you you deal with God in prayer. Do that. There are people who sing to God. You know, however, however that is, your special relationship with God is your relationship. The way you speak is the way you speak. The way God is putting who He made you to be is who He made you to be. Don't allow the devil, because that's what that is, to try to stop you from praying because you don't feel that you can pray as good as someone else, or you're too tired. If you, you're too, God has woken you up to pray, but you're too sleepy to pray. You're too tired to pray. Right. Or because something made you so upset that you don't even want to pray for that person. Oh, now that that's the kicker right there. Now, that's the devil. Right. You don't praying, change, pray, change, pray, <laughs> my words, prayer changes things. Ask when you ask in the name of Jesus, you shall receive. And if your motives are not right, please don't listen. Don't try to take this podcast and start asking for stuff you ain't got no business asking for. OK, it ain't going to be answered. And if it is answered, it might just be to teach you a lesson. So I would be careful. All right. So I just wanted this one is not as long as the other ones. It's still pretty long, though. <laughs> Um, but I just wanted to, sh- um, you know, I thought it got, it was very important, this particular podcast, because as we go forth into the other episodes, as you li- listen to the previous ones or re-listen to it, however often God brings it to you, you want to remember the, the power of prayer. You want to remember exactly why God told us to pray. It's very important. And so I just wanted to leave it there. If this has been a blessing to you, please share it. Please give it to someone. If you listen to this and kept and just some, you know, someone has been on your mind about it, share it with them. If as a husband and wife, you can listen to it and actually talk about it afterwards, that'll be great. Please pray and, and pray about pray to God about 
this podcast, you know, remember, remember in the last episode, seek God. Okay. Because remember, and also when you're praying and especially, especially going back to the Lord's prayer and you're praying those things, that means you are seeking God. And if you remember Matthew chapter six, verse 33, remember it says, seek ye the, what is it? Let me, um, actually, hold on. Let me pull that up. I want to give you the, yes, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. So God knows what you need, but you seek first, you start going in and and really, um, using the keys that we learned from the Lord's prayer and you will be surprised in all the things that will be added on to you. So pray guys, pray, 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 pray every single day. There was a time when I I wasn't praying like that, barely. And it's at the point now I I can't, I don't feel, you know, it's like my meal. It's a, it's a, (laughs) I need prayer. So seek first the kingdom of God, please. All right, so I just want to pray for you all. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you. I thank you for um, bringing us together on this podcast. I thank you for every listener that will be listening. I thank you for every listener that is listening in the name of Jesus, God. I thank you, God, that you love us so much that you would send your only begotten son to die on the cross for our sins, but to walk this earth and to give us what we need to, to, to live on this earth righteously. I thank you for the power of prayer. I thank you for not just keeping us on this earth, God, but keeping us with powerful weapons that we that we need to go against the enemy's camp in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over everybody that is listening in the name of Jesus. I ask that you deliver us and everyone from any evil, anything that will try to resist them from praying. I pray that the power, the spirit of intercession, the power of prayer drops upon them, that you will make these women that you will that you will break off from them anything that will try to hinder them for um, the roles that you have given them in their homes in the name of Jesus that they will be praying diligently for their children for their husband for their home for their businesses for what their daily lessons that they will seek you first father God in your righteousness God that they will look forward to you first God in the name of Jesus God I pray God this breaks off every false perception that any pride any intimidation that the, any this demonic tactic that the enemy has tried to use to keep them from praying. God, I thank you that this has broken it down because we trample over all works of the enemy in the name of Jesus, God. I thank you, God, that let this word, God, let prayer be etched in their heart to always seek you first, God. That it doesn't matter how another person prays, but that their relationship is what's important, what's important God. I pray that the, the spirit of religiousness, God, breaks off of everyone that is listening, God, that they will have a relationship with you, God, that we will all have a relationship with you in the mighty name of Jesus, God. I thank you that you go before us, God, so we don't have to fear, but we have the faith in knowing that when we ask, we shall receive. When we ask in the name of Jesus, we shall receive. I thank you for the um the, the faith in knowing that you keep us from evil. I thank you for the faith in knowing that you are our strength, even in our weakness. I thank you for the faith in knowing this heavenly father. And I give you all the glory, honor, and praise. I thank you that in each woman's walk of life and each man who is there listening, God, I thank you for meeting them where they're at in the name of Jesus, God. And we thank you for the path and keeping us on 
on the path of righteousness, Lord, for your name's sake. And God, I just seal this with the blood of Jesus. God, I thank you for every woman on this call. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for the miracle signs and wonders. I thank you for answered prayers. God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for dealing with us in our private time with you. I thank you for the angels that are surrounding us right now. I thank you for the angels that are seeing these words come to pass. I thank you for the angels that are telling that are going through these words and making sure that every woman gets the breakthrough that they need that you desire for them according to your will for each of their lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, so yes, I, I'm, I'm really, you know, prayer changes things. You know, what's so interesting. I say, I'm so excited almost all the time. I wonder if I count how many times I say I'm so excited each episode, what it would lead up to, but it is what it is. (laughs) So anyways, now that if you have not yet received Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior, I encourage you to do so now. I want to say a prayer with you and I just want you to repeat after me. Um, These are, you know, we're praying for certain things and, you know, it it works if you're a believer. (laughs) You're praying to God and you don't believe in God. That wouldn't make sense. This podcast wouldn't make sense for you. So I encourage you all to Um, If you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you have not accepted him, or if you just really feel the need to just rededicate to him and just say it again, if if you're not comfortable, if you're or if you're unsure, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And so I just want you to repeat after me. Dear God, I know that I am a sinner and there is nothing that I can do to save myself. I confess my complete helplessness to forgive my own sin, or to work my way to heaven. At this moment, I trust Christ alone as the one who bore my sin when he died on the cross. I believe that he did all that will ever be necessary for me to stand in your holy presence. I thank you that Christ was raised from the dead as a guarantee of my own resurrection. As best as I can, I now transfer my trust to him. I am grateful that he has promised to receive me despite my many sins and failures. Father, I take you at your word. Father, I take you at your word. I thank you that I can face death now that you are my savior. Thank you for the assurance that you will walk with me through the deep valley. Thank you for hearing this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, I'm so excited. So don't forget, you know, I have Insta, I have Facebook, what is it? 
Instagram and Facebook and Twitter pages now social media. So follow me on Instagram at Wifely Wisdom One. I have a Facebook group, Wifely Wisdom, and on Twitter at Wisdom Wifely. So the words are backwards on Twitter. Um, please do. If you have any prayer requests, email me at wifelywisdom1 at gmail.com. I'm so excited. Remember, share, like, subscribe. Um, please, I, I would greatly appreciate it. If this has been a blessing to you, please do so. Anyways, guys, have a great day. And remember, I love y'all in real life. Bye.